Hello, Podcast Nation. Welcome to Home with Beth. I'm your host, Beth McGeorge, with Remax Jefferson City, coming at you from mid-Missouri to fill you in on all things real estate in the Show Me State. Stay tuned to see what we've been up to lately. I am so glad you're here. Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Rick Holmes here, sitting in for the great Hal Dooley on Saturday morning open air. Uh, we spoke with Harold Fawn, who was talking about uh, talking to us a little about Toys for Tots, and now we have the real estate legend here in Cole County, Beth McGeorge, and she's going to talk to us everything about real estate and everything you might want to know. Beth, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm good. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you perfect. Love it. We've got, we're doing a Facebook Live, so we're going to double down on our, our viewership today. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Hey, uh, welcome in, and thank you for coming on with us this morning. We're sitting here looking out the window. It's a beautiful day and a beautiful weekend, looks like. That's 75. I did hear a thunderstorm today, but otherwise people need to get out and about, right? Correct. We can handle that. We're ready. Re- bring on the rain. I don't even care. It's going to be great. Absolutely. Hey, let's talk about real estate. That's why we have you on. Yes. And uh, we're going to pick your brain a little bit. Hit me with your best all. shot. <laughs> What's that? Hit me with your best shot. I'm ready. All right. I knew you could handle it. Hey, um, we're in a kind of seller's market, aren't we? Correct. Yes, to say the least. Yeah. it's. Uh, I saw uh, several homes in, uh, out on the west side there. Uh, the sign will go up and the sold sign it's placed with it or uh, shortly thereafter it goes right over it. Give us your uh, perspective on the uh, home sales right here in Jefferson City and Cole County. Okay, we'll do. And if you have any certain angles you want us to talk about, because it looks very different from the selling versus the buying side. So there's kind of uh, two different real estate markets happening because it depends on who you ask on how good it is, right? It feels very right. one-sided. So definitely a seller's market. The homes are selling so quickly that buyers, this is my realtor plug, they need a good realtor who is on it fast because, yes, homes are going under contract in a matter of days, not weeks or months. Um, It's days. I think realtors are getting the memo that we should slow it down from hours, you know, because there there was a moment where – first couple showings, they'd get an offer and take it. Now they're really being smart and making sure all the buyers that want to put an offer in are heard. And that's where we get those multiple offers. Um, Yeah. So what direction do you want to go on some of that? Well, it makes sense to me that uh, you'd want to receive a few offers that are out there, especially in a seller's market. You wouldn't take the first offer it comes along, right? Right. And it's frustrating, I think, when you're a buyer, if you feel like your voice isn't heard. So I think it's also just making sure that we're treating everyone fairly, giving them time to get in and, and actually view the home. And and like on our team, we're really trying to make sure that we balance that for people because it is so, you know, just lightning fast. We had a trend, uh, one of our new listings this week, they had 17 offers. All of them but two were above asking, and it ended up selling grossly above ask with no appraisal contingency, no inspections. I mean, the seller is just smiling from ear to ear, you know, and the buyers are like sweating, exhausted, worn out, having to give their firstborn, it feels like, and then still not getting a yes. So they're tired. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely amazing. So uh, what would you say about uh, prices of homes? How is that? Has that, uh, do we see a uh, 
a concurrent rise in prices with the seller's market, or how would you uh, categorize it? Yes. we. So the price push is insane right now. Um, a lot of realtors that have been doing this for a while, their jaws have dropped at some of the new levels of value that have been set in neighborhoods that historically had a pretty consistent cap. Um, I'm not going to name the subdivision, but there's there's a neighborhood that used to kind of sell around 100000 for a certain kind of home there. Those are pushing upwards of 140, and this is from a year or two ago. So oh, they're, wow. yeah, and it's, we've never seen jumps like that. And I think when people put their negative hat on, you know, I'm, I'm an optimistic girl, no matter what, it's going to be fine. It's just how do we rock and roll with what we're given. But I think what is scary to realtors when we think about these pushes is back in 08 when the market crashed. We we relied heavy on the fact that, you know, like the California, the New York, those huge metro markets, their market correction when it kind of corrected itself was abrupt because those were markets where you would like double your money in a few years. So for us, our market correction was minor because we had those minor gains. Well, now we're having some major jumps. So I think all of us, when we're talking to our buyers, we're just reminding them that this may not be where we live forever on pricing, and, and they just need to be smart with their money based on what their circumstances are. So true. They, that's, uh, that's an excellent point. People really do need to remember that. <laughs> now, if somebody were thinking about selling their home, uh, what would you suggest as far as um, uh, fixing up their home or cleaning it up? What are some pointers you could give people if they're contemplating selling their home? Yeah, I would definitely talk to a realtor because we what I notice with folks is they are very slow to want me to come in because most people there's a few people out there who just live perfectly show ready all the time. But most people have clutter or too much furniture or those kind of things or, or fixing up they need to do have a good realtor in early to kind of assess the situation. I often save people a ton of money whenever I get in early because they have projects on their radar that simply they just don't need to do. And it'll save them a lot of money because if they've already done that when I come in and I say, wow, you shouldn't have spent that money. Well, it's gone. You can't get it back. You know, they've already done that work. So All I right. think I, yeah. I've heard different people say things like uh, I need some new carpet in the bedroom or something like that. But New buyers tend to want to buy what they want to buy, correct? Yeah, they also lack an imagination. So I do think in a normal market, again, I'm going to kind of keep saying that, in a normal market, some of those things, uh, carpet cleaning is good because they don't want to buy anybody's dirt. You know, you want to cleaning is always number one. Decluttering is number one. But as far as work right now in this market, you could sell a house with old carpet, wallpaper everywhere, lots of things you're apologizing for and you're probably still going to get a bidding war okay and you got to price it right that's a whole we can talk about pricing later um but there's very little i will tell anyone to do right now because buyers are like i don't care i'll take care of it no worries they just are so desperate to have a home there's just not enough inventory for the buyers we have all right and so we're we sort of live in a an environment of uh do it yourself the diy world mm. and so that, that's taken into account by the real estate agent, correct? Yes, I think I always try to ask people what their abilities are because I have personally experienced where I take on a project, I do it wrong despite my best efforts, and it ends up costing me more money in the long run if versus just having hired it out in the first place. So I think know your abilities. Like you're not going to become a professional landscaper overnight, and there's a reason those guys have a job and, you know, apply that over every other profession, plumbers, electricians, and such. Drywalling is an art form. Um, you can do it. You might not be able to do it well. 
Um, so I think know your abilities. Do not do things you're not capable of or it's going to not look really good and you're going to have to pay a professional to rip out what you did and then buy double the material. And most likely it's good to get a, a real estate agent in there because if something does need to be fixed, corrected, or modified, then maybe you can steer them in the right direction as to who's a good person to do that, correct? Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. So we don't really advertise this, but we are a one-stop shop for helping people get things going. We have really fantastic um handyman electricians plumbers handyman or women uh electricians plumbers landscapers all the things for people who will show up because a lot of people know you'll call somebody they never call you back or they say they're coming and they don't um who also won't break the bank and they take care of a lot of our clients so they do care that they do a good job because we send them a lot of business so it's kind of a good business partnership um but you can call us to start with and we will help get you people in the door to get stuff done that sounds awesome. Uh, interest rates, how are they running right now? Uh, high twos. Um, yesterday, somebody locked in. They had locked in at, at 2.45 on a 30. Um, they are historic lows. And, of course, everybody wants that crystal ball. We keep talking to lenders about, you know, hey, is this going to shift? Because I think that's what everyone's waiting for is rates to jump up and then they're going to freak out. That's kind of what it feels like. But everyone is telling us, all the people smarter than me, um, they're acting like rates are going to stay low this year, and that is the projection. Somebody the other day said they think they'll go down. I said, I hope you're right, because that's just fun for people. Um, but yes, they should stay low, but I, I also wouldn't count on this forever, because this is really crazy low. Yeah, I remember about eight or ten years ago, people were running to get refinanced for five points and five and a half, things like that. So. Uh, anything yeah. in the twos sounds ridiculously low, actually. It's like free money. I mean, it's not, but your buying power, this is also where those bidding wars. So if you have a rate, rate in the twos, okay, versus back not that long ago, 5 6%, if you do that payment scenario of one on the other, you can simply buy more house for the same payment, okay? So right. that's where people will push their budget. They'll throw an extra 10 grand at it because Americans are very good at that payment mindset, just like when we're buying a car. Uh, all my car dealers out there are going to be chuckling because they know buy buyers really don't care as much about how much it costs, it seems. They really want to know what's my monthly payment. And that's so right. real estate's very similar. And we're, we're reminding buyers, you know, payment mindset is okay because you want to obviously keep within the confines of your budget you're comfortable with. But if your life shifts and you have to sell unexpectedly in a few years and the market's not where it is now, that then changes from what's your monthly payment to, yo, what do I owe in this mortgage? It's not worth that. Okay, I'm upside down in my house and I got to write a check to sell this thing. So keep that in mind. We're trying to talk to our clients, but those who are listening who aren't uh, working with us right now, you need to keep that in mind. If you're going to sell in a few years, this may not be the best time to buy just in case, unless you got some extra money. That sounds about right. Yeah. Good advice from you. Um, and then when, uh, just real quick, how, how long have you been doing real estate in Jefferson City? This fall will be 18 years. 18 years. I know. 18 years. I know my, uh, my lovely bride and and her crew over at Westside Vet Clinic. I understand you worked over there a little bit, too. I was their receptionist. And I'm told if this real estate thing doesn't work out, I have a standing offer to go back and do that again. So, you know, if fingers crossed, <laughs> if this gets nuts, I'm calling them. I always have a job to fall back on. I love that. They're a great family there. 
I like them. I'm a little biased, but but I like them. They're, Actually, I told I told somebody the other day. They said, "How'd you get into real estate?" And I said, "Quite frankly, my job. I had to clock in at 7 a.m. and I smelled cat pee in the morning. And I said, I just really couldn't do that anymore, despite loving the girls I worked with." <laughs> so, so now you could go through houses and smell the same thing. Right? I mean, yeah, we get rid of that though. We handle it. <laughs> but yes, uh, that I think is why I got into real estate. Honestly. Outstanding. I'll tell you what, we've got to go pay some bills right now. We're going to go to a, a quick break here on Saturday morning open air. We'll be back. Can you stay with us, Beth, for sure one thing. more segment? We're here. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. KWOS. Trying to find a local restaurant with we're good on break. fried chicken can be like trying to... Hi, guys. Everybody who's court. watching. You cross your fingers and for the best. I remember I'm going to on. You're just going to have to hear ads. Featuring family style food and seriously, well, the fried chicken are Check out their Facebook page to see what people are ordering. And say, I remember Sunday running Friday for lunch and introduce your family to their family at Nick's Family Restaurant. Ooh, Nick's Family Restaurant. Yeah, they feed my kids a lot. They're over at Warwick Village on the East End now, no longer the airport. Get you some, y'all. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. Hey, Tracy. Okay, you're listening. You're online. We did we did not do scriptures in our loft, but we did different messages and notes and some pictures inside the wall of our loft that we did downtown. So I see what you're doing. It's really cool. Should have some music. Oh, my Sharshar saying good morning. Good morning, family who's watching me at home. Be good for your dad. Dad, be good for the kids. Watching you, I can see everything all the time. Saturday morning open air. Beth, welcome back. 
Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, you mentioned that you had been doing real estate for 18 years. I see uh, some advertisements and other things, the Beth George team, mm-hmm. to let you know we're very proud of you for that. Thank you. Uh, tell us about your team, a little bit about your team. Yeah, so the way that we're structured, uh, about 10 years ago, when I was in about seven to 10 years, it got too busy for just me to do. So I brought on Jen Colvin as a buyer's agent so that we kind of like clone yourself, right? So she can go show property, I'm listing properties. If one of us is busy, we can tag team it. And even that grew. So Kim Stockstill is also a buyer's agent on the team. And then we have two great administrative gals. We have Kirsten Wilkins and Misty Cleethermis who frankly keep it all together. So when we're running around like crazy, they can get stuff sent off and just keep us on track. So really fantastic women I work with. I'm, I'm absolutely blessed. Outstanding, outstanding. Oh, you know, and your team uh, does pretty well, I understand. Uh, won a few awards. We did. So I always am just, I respect the process, right? Every, when you're self-employed, every morning you are basically out of work and you got to go hustle and do it. And so that's been the mentality for nearly two decades. But um, yeah, last year was scary with COVID when they had stay at home orders and kids are at home. We didn't really know in our industry how we would be impacted. And Mid-Missouri stood up and said, I'm buying and selling houses. So we showed up and we got to work. And last year we sold 193 homes as a team. And that was a a record for us. That's a lot of real estate. And that puts us uh, number one in our market. And a lot of good um, realtors out there, but I think we just combine, we do it really well. That is awesome. 193. Yeah, that is really, really, uh, you know, that's impressive. We're going to try for 200 this year, but, you know, shoot for the moon, land on the stars. That works. Well, that's true. And you've got to, you got to shoot for the moon. And, but I'll tell you what, um, with the lack of properties out there for sale, it might be a little more difficult to get those numbers, right? I'm extraordinarily competitive, so that's all I needed. We'll probably get it done. But uh, it's like this. We're not pushy, though. If there's not 200 homes we get in front of to sell, we won't do that. But everybody who does ask us to work for them, we're going to get in and do it. So you're not like in Florida where they're knocking on doors asking people if they want to sell their homes? So I'll be honest. So when I was a new agent, I told my husband, I said, I'm going to go door knocking. I'm going to hand out cards and say hi to people. I'm very outgoing, very optimistic. Like, I'm not worried about that. I came home, like I got my butt kicked and my husband said, what happened to you? And I said, one guy gave me my card back. And I I was like, what is this, you know? And people don't want you coming at their door, you know? And I get that, it's weird. So I don't really do that. We do what I call digital door knocking. We will farm neighborhoods for buyers. If, If you told me, hey Beth, I wanna go move to this neighborhood, we'll send a mailer or do something, but Man, people don't like you on their doorstep, so I respect that. I can understand that. They get enough politicians, don't they, knocking on the door? <laughs> yeah, you know those guys. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, they're just insufferable. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about the Cole County area and Jefferson City, of course, which is in uh, the beautiful county of Cole. Yes. Let's talk about hot neighborhoods. What are some of the, uh, it seems like, to me, Jefferson City sort of moving south. Is that correct? Or well, I'll, t- working? I'll tell you what's happening. People are moving wherever there's land to be built on. Something happened last year where the demand for acreage even rose higher than what it had been amping up over the last couple years before that. Right. Pe- people are valuing elbow room. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to get all into the psychology of it, but it felt like people wanted their own piece of the earth. You know, if you were working from home, and you felt snuggled into, you know, a neighborhood with really tight quarters, people found, it seemed like they were frustrated with that. Um, And there's no real specific neighborhoods that are heating up. But what I will tell you to that, 
there are certain price ranges that feel like they're disappearing. Like that first time home buyer, if you're like, hey, I wanna buy a house for 100,000, that is the Hunger Games right now. And 60, $70,000 homes are now pushing upwards of 100. So buyers are finding themselves either having to up their budget or lower their standards. Oh boy. Yeah. I love that term, Hunger Games. That's, uh, that's I think that's aptly put. Um, what else can you tell us about uh, some of the neighborhoods around here? What are, what's the typical buyer looking for now? Well, it depends. So I'm actually, it's probably a sign I'm getting older, but I'm surprised at the budget that our first time home buyers are operating with. So I don't know if it's just, you know, inflation over time and just my mindset a little bit, but I feel like folks that I feel like are kids, you know, just starting off, they're hitting the ground with a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollar budget, uh, pretty commonly. Whereas me and my husband when we started, we were like a hard eighty five and under, um, no way around it. So I think it's a combination of low rates and and, and that kind of a thing, but it's it's getting very difficult for folks on a budget and we're going to do an article for a magazine about the impact of like poverty and housing and some different things but our community is taxed for those who need affordable housing whether it's rent or own and right. um i mean what do you do for that right how do you fix that i mean you can't tell sellers to sell their house for less than it's worth but it's maybe an education process of what that looks like it's it's a different world out there for sure mm-hmm. um and as we're talking about it also uh, with homes going up and all that, I, it just dawned on me something I was reading the other day, how the uh, price of lumber had jumped dramatically yeah. uh, over 40%. So new home sales versus used homes or pre you know, pre-owned homes. What's your perspective on that right now? Yeah, when people come at us and say, hey, we're thinking of building, we just encourage them to get in touch with a reputable builder uh, ASAP and understand their pricing. Because I think people are under the impression they can build a house for like $250,000. That's becoming nearly impossible. Now, it's you can be, you can do that, but you're basically building a box, you know. Lumber's very high. But what is amazing is rates are so low and money is so cheap to borrow. People are saying, I don't care, I'm doing it. And so it just keeps on keeping on despite all the records, uh, record high costs to do so. Right. And hopefully uh, as the summer wears on uh, through spring and summer, that'll ease up a little bit. I know a lot of our lumber comes from Canada. Mm -hmm. And of course, because of the uh, pandemic and border uh, restrictions and everything, that's really um, increased the price there on lumber, which obviously in, in your line of work and, uh, you know, the uh, uh, contractors and all that, it's it's important, the price of lumber, isn't it? Well, it is. And existing homes have always been the most affordable way to get the most bang for your buck, you know, because it's, it's a little older, you know, you're not getting exactly what you want. Um, but I mean, I like rehabbing homes. You can buy a house with good bones and make it your own over time. I'm not mad at that. Some people, though, they want that new house smell, and that's what they want. So we try to assess what is it, what is their goal um, by building and making sure they're making, you know, they're thinking about all the right questions when they go through that process. Right. And what do you, uh, as far as people contacting you, obviously you're getting some people from out of state, out of town, out of state. Um, what are they looking for? What are people looking for? The people coming from out of state, well, there's, they're also partly why I think our prices are being driven up because we are not getting a rush of people from like California coming in. 
but we're seeing more out-of-state buyers than I have ever seen in my career. So there's definitely an inward push to the Midwest because people can work from home. So think of it, if me and you could have a California income and cost of living of Missouri, that's a real good day. So I think people have figured that out when they have a job that they can, um, you know, work from home or people who are retiring. Mm -hmm. A lot of those coastal markets are still on lockdown and things like that. They don't like that. If they're retired, they're like, I didn't sign up for this, you know, and they yeah. want somewhere it's a little more free. So where are you, uh, just out of curiosity, where are people coming from to Jefferson City? I feel like a lot of the push I've felt is from West. I feel like California, Utah, um, a lot out there, people are coming in and it seems to be states that are more restricted, but it's not a flood. I think people get really freaked out at the idea that our population will double or something. It's not. We have room for growth here. It's good, healthy stuff. Um, but they're willing to pay more money for housing because they just frankly can't believe what we're selling houses for out here. They think we're like crazy. Even banks will call if they want to stick with their, you know, out-of-state bank. They will literally call and say, wait a minute, you can buy a house for, you know, 120000 You know, there's a house on it. And we're like, yeah, totally. It is. It's great. You know, they can't, they don't believe it. Well, and we do need growth. I know uh, part of what uh, I was talking about throughout last year campaigning was the population of Missouri really hasn't grown over right. the past decade. It is and now. So we do need some uh, some new blood, don't we? Mm -hmm. It is now. And we always ask, you know, who's moving in and all that and do we care? I personally, I say bring it on. It's all good. Um, but I think a lot of like our local community, they, they always talk about uh, the chamber you know, our age demographics, you know, where are those young families and whatever, but I'm not mad at that. I think every community has their pros and cons and, and things that are enticing to folks or not. So, you know, we got to be the place attracting what we want if, if we care about that. That's true. Hey, in the last couple of minutes we have here, how could people get in touch with you if they're thinking about selling or they're looking about buying and they need a buyer's agent? Okay, so if you want to go old school and call us, we're down with that still. But uh, 761-3489 is the office number, local area code of 573. And then you could go to com, and that's M-C-G-E-O-R-G-E -E is how you spell that last name. Um, we're pretty responsive on our Facebook page as well. You can reach out, look at that. But um, we really do care about making sure we get it right for our clients, sellers or buyers. I think that's why people really like us because when we show up, they know that we want to get it right for them and we're not just showing up for a paycheck, you know. That's outstanding. Well, I tell you what, um, we've had a good time here on this Saturday with you. Thank you so much for for uh, taking time out of your day and to educate us on a little bit on real estate and any final words in our final uh, minute. No Any I final words for people. Yeah, I think just be empowered by this. I think some folks are getting discouraged. Um, there is always a silver lining, even to the most frustrating things. So like for buyers, if it's tough, you are buying homes in unprecedented low interest rates, things like that. Find your silver lining no matter what's going on. Outstanding. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us Thank and you, everybody out there in the listening audience and on Facebook live feed. Thank you for joining yeah. us on Saturday morning open air. We'll be back next Saturday at eight o'clock. With Thank the you, Rick. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. That was fun. Fun fact. I love radio. So I'll yak a little bit before I shut this down. But uh, Sharon Keating invited me to my first radio show. Um, that or I might have done a couple plugs for the board. 
uh, back in the day. That was when it was super early to do those radio shows. God loves Sharon. Hers are not at the crack of dawn, and I love her for that. Um, but uh, radio is kind of cool. You could just kind of shoot the breeze. I think I could do radio all day long. Like if I could just, we're going to do some roundtable uh, Facebook lives where we kind of do Q&As with folks, but basically just have our team here just kind of bullcrapping a little bit, for lack of a better word, about what's happening in real estate, almost like a little sneak peek into our staff meeting where you guys can kind of see like what's happening just as we're yakking about it casually. So if you're interested in that, comment below, let us know. That will expedite me into uh, actually scheduling that into my busy calendar because um, some of these things are great ideas, but when uh, the phone rings off the hook, sometimes you don't want to turn that off and, and do a Facebook Live. So if you're into that and you want to see that, just comment, give us a little nudge of uh, motivation to do that. And if you're not, cool, we'll just keep working. Uh, but anyway, I hope you guys have a great Saturday. Even if you have a lot of work to do today, chores, laundry, whatever, get outside a little bit, like 10 minutes of vitamin D. This is me. Sometimes I just sit there and I just get it. That's all I need. And I feel so good for the rest of the day. So anyway, oh, my mother says reality show. She 100% is in charge of that, if that's what she's saying. She's so honored. We're not doing a reality show. You guys don't, you couldn't handle it, quite frankly. All right, y'all, I'm going to sign off. Hi, Jen. Good morning. She, I hope she is like messy bun at home, feet up, coffee, but I pretty much bet she's getting ready to go show houses because that's what's happening in the market. So anyway, y'all peace and love. I am going to go do some paperwork and then I'm going to go play in the sun later. So that's it for us today on your favorite real estate podcast, Home with Beth. I'm Beth McGeorge with Remax Jefferson City, and I hope today's topic has you feeling informed, empowered, and gave you a laugh or two along the way. If I could be of help in any way, let's talk soon.